Hey guys, thank you for joining me for this video. Today I want to talk about brokenness. And I want you to think about that question, are you broken or are you a broken person? There's probably a lot of different ways to think about that and maybe several different answers come to your mind. You might think, well, no, I'm not a broken person. I mean, I'm fine. I don't have any problems. I get my work done. I, um, you know, relatively adjusted to life. And I feel like, you know, I'm a whole person. And we want to think that about ourselves. But the reality is we are all broken people in the sense that none of us are able to live up to the full potential that uh, the original design for us was. In other words, none of us live in the Garden of Eden any longer. The world and the universe is a broken world and we all suffer difficulties and hardships because of it. We live in a world full of disease, a world full of pain, a world filled with loneliness apathy, and the list goes on of all the brokenness that we see in life. And there may be times in your life where you feel relatively adjusted and feel pretty strong and pretty capable, but there's going to be other times in your life when you feel hurt, wounded, broken, uh, going through times of crisis or going through times of pain. And I want you to think about this concept that the world and the people in the world and the people in your life don't really break you. Um, they just reveal to you where your brokenness already lies. Now, let that sink in for a minute because there's a lot of application to this point. Is that people in your life, they hurt you and they cause you pain. I know that's the typical way we think about it, somebody says something mean to you and you feel like, well, that person hurt me. Somebody does something inconsiderate and you feel like, well, that person caused me suffering. But I don't think it's so much that people hurt you as people point out where your hurt and your brokenness already is. Um, let me give you an example of what I mean, and maybe this will help it make sense. Let's suppose you are a relatively tall person. I am. I'm about six foot two. Um, and imagine somebody came up to me and they said, what's up shorty? What's up short stuff? Would that bother me? Probably not. I would think that they were joking because based on averages, I'm relatively tall. I have no, you know, complex or no inferior feelings about my height. I don't sit around and worry about being short. I don't, I don't feel like I am short. I feel like I'm either average or for my or for average I'm tall. So if somebody came to me and called me all kinds of nicknames and things about being short, then it wouldn't bother me at all. I would just think maybe that person is a little delusional or maybe that person is a little odd or maybe they're being funny, but would I be hurt by that? No, I wouldn't be hurt by that. Now let's go a little more personal. What if somebody came up and started making fun of me because I was bald? Well, I'm not sensitive about being bald, but it is a truth. Being short is not a truth. I don't feel like I'm short. I believe in my heart that I'm a average or tall person, but I am bald. That is truth. And so if somebody came up to me and, you know, started making fun of me because I was bald, well, that would be a more sensitive topic because I'm more sensitive to that topic. Now, did that person hurt me? Well, you see, their comment pointed out an area in my life that I 
that I already know is true. Now let's go one deeper, okay? Let's take a topic that maybe a person might be sensitive to. Let's say you're you are overweight or you are you fear that you're overweight or that's something that bothers you. And somebody comes up to you and says something derogatory about your weight. They say something like, "Oh wow, those are nice pants. Um I'd love to see them on a thin person." Or, "Oh my, um are you sure you're not going to break that chair?" Or what if they were just rude and blunt and they just called you a name like fatso or you know, wide load or anything, tubby or anything like that. And if you if you were very sensitive about your weight, you would probably get very hurt and maybe angry and very frustrated. And because that person has hit something in you that you are already sensitive to. Again, now if they called you short and you don't believe you're short, you would think, well, that person's just, there there's just something wrong with them but when somebody hits a nerve in you that already exists in other words your voice this is what you need to catch your voice inside your head has already been condemning you about this area of your life maybe you've tried to quiet that voice or ignore that voice you've tried to forget about that that voice but in your head your your own mind, your own will, your own spirit has been telling you that you have a problem. And then when that person speaks those words out loud, guess what it does? It wakes up that inner voice that you've tried to silence, that you've tried to quiet. And now you're hearing that voice again. In other words, that person has is waking up that voice within you that has been condemning you that you've tried to ignore and when those per when that person says those words it wakes up that sensitivity that was already there now what you're going to do is you're going to blame the person for hurting you you're going to blame them for their harsh words and maybe you'll never forgive that person or maybe you'll never associate with that person and you'll think how could somebody be so nasty and so mean and that's true they shouldn't say those things nobody should say those things to somebody else but maybe they were just joking or maybe they weren't being very sensitive or maybe they didn't know how sensitive you were about that subject but i want you to see the point is in a sense if you think about it that person didn't hurt you right that person just pointed out where your hurt already was now, when you get this, and when you understand this, do you see how people lose their power over your life? Is nobody can hurt me. They can awaken that hurtful voice within me. And nobody can break me. They might point out and help me see where my brokenness lies already. And I might feel anger, I might feel pain, I might feel frustration, I might feel upset and all those things. But you see, the other person is not the enemy. The other person is not the source of that pain. They may need, you know, to take a lesson on being kind and 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 that's on them. That's their journey. But I can let some of my frustration and my anger and my bitterness go when I understand that the real fight is within myself the real argument is within me 
And the real source of my pain is my own brokenness. And brokenness is not something to be to run away from, you know, to puff yourself up and pretend like you're stronger than you are. Brokenness just shows you your dependence and your need. And all of us are dependent. If you have a belly button, then at one time you were completely dependent on another person just to be alive. We are all dependent on each other and we're dependent on God and we are dependent on food and air and sleep and oxygen and all these other things we're dependent on. Um, and I think our brokenness, if we can accept it, can actually be the turning point often in our lives for to lead us in a new direction. But what do we do? We tend to resist our brokenness. It doesn't feel pleasant to feel, you know, um, inadequate. It doesn't feel pleasant to feel wounded. It doesn't feel pleasant. It's not something I would enjoy. I don't enjoy going through a crisis or going through a hard time. But maybe there's a lot of growth and development that could occur during that hard time. And that kind of leads me to another thought. And that other thought is, is life something that's happening to you? And I think for a lot of people it is. Life is something happening to them. And they kind of like feel like victims of other people's words, of other people's actions, of other people's calendars, other people's agendas. And they just feel like life is happening to them. Um, or, I want you to think about this. Is life happening for you? Is life happening to you or is life happening for you? If there is a divine plan and if there is a divine purpose and if there is meaning in this universe, then there's somebody behind it. There's somebody guiding. There's some force. There's some power. There's some deity guiding your life and guiding uh, this this world, as broken as it is, um, and even the the evil that happens to us in life, even the the suffering and the heartache and the pain, is allowed to happen to us for some divine purpose and for some divine point. And if that is true, then life is not something happening to me. Life is something happening for me. In other words, what that means is. When something happens in my life, whether it's good or bad, I can take the posture of why did this happen to me? And then my brain will start trying to answer those questions. And often what you find is, is there are no good answers to those questions. But if I can take a breath when something tragic happens in my life and I can say, what did this happen for? In other words, what's the purpose of this tragedy or what growth opportunity is this bringing in my life or what lesson can I learn if nothing else can I learn to be more dependent on God to be more dependent on my family to be more connected to God or more connected to my family what is this happening for in my life you see your brain starts to go in a different direction and starts looking for Instead of the why is this happening to me, it starts looking for the what is the purpose of what is happening to me. What can I learn? What can I take from this event that I might be able to share to strengthen somebody else? So you're going to go through hurdles in life. Things that block you, things that frustrate you, things that try to stop you. 
And sometimes people will actually be the source of those hurdles in your life. You're going to go through hurdles in your life. But think of it like through, through every hurdle or past every hurdle, there's a medal to be won. So if I get through this hurdle, if I get past this hurdle, as difficult as it is, and maybe it's like the hurdle's on fire and you've got to jump over this hurdle, you know, run this race and jump over these hurdles that are on fire and you're going to get hurt in the process and there's a good chance you're going to trip and there's a good chance you're going to fall. Think of it like this, that at the end of every race, there's a medal to be won. And that medal is what you learn and how you grow as a result of finishing that race, of overcoming and conquering and winning that race. There's, there's a medal to be won. And if you know there's a medal to be won at the end of every race, and even if it's the last place medal, you finished the race. And watch this, even if you don't finish the race, because I know some of you guys want to argue with me, and that's fine. So let's argue. Even if you don't well, you say, well, what if you don't finish the race? What medal do you get then? You still get a medal. You know what the medal is? Is it didn't destroy me. I didn't finish this one. But another one's going to come. And I don't like not finishing races. I learned that now from falling down and quitting. That I don't like not finishing races. So when the next race comes... I'm going to work all the harder to finish that race. And even if you come in last place, you finished the race. And even if you don't finish, then you learned the lesson of how, how awful it feels to give up and to quit. And so that in itself is the medal that you win from that race. And so if I can keep my focus on what is to be gained from this suffering, what is to be gained from this adversity, what is to be gained, what, what is this happening for, then maybe I can endure the difficulties that I'm facing right now. In other words, maybe I can find strength to make it through this hurdle or make it over this hurdle. Just some thoughts for you guys to encourage you, to help you get some perspective in life. And as always, like, comment, and subscribe, and be present to life. You see? What do I mean by be present to life? When there's hardship, difficulties, pain, and hurt, guess what you want to do? You want to check out to life. But you know, these feelings that you have when you're hurt, these feelings of inferiority and insecurity and pain and all that stuff is just part of life. There's lessons to be learned and gained from those difficult emotions. Even anger. Anger has something to tell you if you'll listen to it. We don't think of anger as a good thing. We don't think of, of hurt or disappointment as a good thing. But those, those emotions, if we'll sit and listen to them and let them be our teachers, they have something to teach us about life. If we're present to life, if we won't just jump to the next race and jump to the next race, if we will sit with it for a little bit and think about it and let these emotions teach us, you know what they'll teach us? You're broken. But we have a remedy. All right, guys. Thank you.